0: Civilization has been built off of these ideas, and it's been built off the idea of transformation and growth, and that of pursuit, the idea that the world can be made better, that there are things that we can improve. There are things that we can improve with ourselves, obviously, and that leads us to improve things in the outside world as well. Without this, nothing happens. You're adrift at sea. Essentially, you're just going through the motions. The Hero's Journey was popularized by a guy called Joseph Campbell, and he wrote a book in 1949 um, called The Hero with a Thousand Faces. You can check it out if anyone reads any more. You can also see some great interviews with him on YouTube, you'll be able to find it, which is pretty awesome. This guy was a mythologist and before you switch off and think, oh, this is really boring, a mythologist, 1949, was a thousand years ago, just stop, okay, get a grip of yourself. Just because something happens to be a little bit old it doesn't mean that it's boring and stupid, it's not. A lot of the old stuff is really legit. There are some solid ideas here, super solid. So there's the idea of the normal world and the special world. But there are different steps in between There are common steps and themes, and Joseph Campbell broke these down into um, 12 steps. Um, For simple purposes, I've actually broke it down into six steps instead, just to make it super easy to understand, just to give you a basic map. If you want to look at something, look at this in more detail. Obviously, you can go check it out. There's plenty of stuff out there. But I thought that I wanted to add my own two cents to this, because it is really, really important. I don't think that it's been spread around enough to young people in particular and this is a really big problem this is the kind of thing that should be taught in school to enable people to comprehend what it is that they are doing and their place in the universe the reason why the hero's journey works is because struggle and solving problems are the way they are the way Your frustration with whatever it is that's going on with your life is the answer. The obstacle is the answer. The obstacle is the solution. And the problem is you. So a lot of things like frustration and anxiety, um, depression, these are normal things that happen. But if there's a way that we can understand them, that moves us to action, and then by taking action, we're able to resolve things. This is super obvious, but a lot of people don't even think about this stuff. They're just adrift in a fucking chaotic sea of emotions because they're idiots or they're ignorant or both. The most useful way is to be able to see things from a universally applicable template. And the template that is most universally applicable is the hero's journey. The hero's journey is something that enables you to understand and contextualize all of the things that happen in your life. Good things, bad things, problems, horror, challenges, obstacles, friends, relations, everything. The pursuit of solving problems. The frustration that leads to action all of these things can be encapsulated within the idea of the hero's journey and the hero's journey has been around for since forever essentially it's a universally applicable human template for action it's a universally applicable template for you regardless of what your situation is if you are somebody who's having the piss taken them taken out of them at school whether it's some whether you're in a situation where you've just been fired from a job whether there's some hot girl that you're into that you feel is out of your league, whether there's fear with looking forward in the world and looking around as a young man and being fearful of what's in front of you. So you'll notice the Hero's Journey everywhere. It is all over the place. Just about every book, every film that you see will be based in some way on the Hero's Journey. Except, actually, funnily enough, for... A lot of modern films that you see, when I say modern, I mean maybe in the last, certainly in the last five years. Definitely in the last five years, probably in the last ten years. This is why a lot of new movies are actually really shit. They're shit because they don't follow this narrative arc. All of the movies before them would would follow the arc. And this arc is the arc of having a normal life and then something happens. And then you have to deal with all of the shit and then you emerge out the other side of Victorious. That's essentially... Um, in, a, in an oversimplified nutshell, what happens. Um, you know, there are new skills that you need to learn, new challenges and so on and, and they face difficulty in achieving those things and then they emerge out of the other side victorious. This has a really negative impact on the culture. What's really sad is that sometimes I talk to some young people, some you know, people who are less than, less than, say, 20 years old, that's all they've known. They haven't had any cultural influence from learning about stories that, where where the protagonist actually overcomes problems where, you know, they're a bit of a twat at the beginning or they're a bit of an asshole and then something happens and they have to unfuck themselves, sort themselves out, develop new skills and go on to overcome something. And that's really sad. Instead, a lot of the movies today uh, just have this kind of inbuilt genius, physical capabilities, they can just naturally do it. And of course, it's all politicized to death and woke and so on, which is just fucking boring, to be honest. And it's, it disengages people. It disengages people because, because at the end of the day, our brain is wired for this kind of narrative arc. We have specific areas um, of the brain where we, there's like a magnetic attraction towards this narrative arc the narrative arc of having a problem come, facing those challenges, dealing with the struggle, sometimes catastrophe, and then emerging out of the other side. One of the reasons for dopamine's existence in nearly every creature is as a reward mechanism for overcoming problems. But then there's also, certainly from a male perspective, uh, it's important to understand the role of testosterone in all of this. And testosterone isn't just the thing that, Makes you want to, you know, where you get a boner from looking at hot women. It's not that. What it really does is much more important. What it does is that it makes you want to pursue something. It makes you, it gives you a feeling. Testosterone is something that gives you a feeling of pleasure by making effort. And the pleasure that you get from making effort is. The very thing that has made human civilization possible and what drives everything forward. It's the thing that makes a lot of men want to push harder, push further, go further, faster, and stronger to be able to solve problems. There's a, of course, there's the reward that we get in terms of dopamine when we achieve something, but. It's testosterone that is kind of the foundational the foundational molecule that facilitates drive and that drive is what makes everything happen because without drive, well, we're just all a bunch of fucking vegetables. This is why you need to make sure that you're not eating soy and drinking from plastic and using fuck, using hair products with all kinds of crazy shit in it and spraying links all over yourself so you don't just smell like a bit of a cunt. You end up essentially shrinking your balls and reducing your testosterone as well. You need your testosterone, and the world that we live in is just about the most anti-testosterone environment you could possibly imagine. The food that you eat, the containers that you're drinking water from, full of plastics and shit, it wrecks your testosterone. Without this, we're all fucked. You're fucked. Your community's fucked the society ends up getting fucked. And the hero's journey kind of taps into this same idea and it's something that enables us ultimately to be our best selves or at least to be better. And as I've often said that the goal is, is to be able to live your life in a way where the world is somehow better in some way better because you existed. It doesn't have to be amazing. It just has to not be negative, that's the point. You need to be able to know that because of your existence that you contributed to the world in some way. And the hero's journey is a fantastic way, especially if you're young, to be able to begin to use this idea, use the lens of the hero's journey to be able to um, comprehend the world around you and act in a way that is productive and useful because it's going to be super helpful, because shit's going to go wrong, and you're going to need to comprehend and understand it. So what we're going to do is briefly go through the steps of the hero's journey and give a few examples so that you can understand it. And then what you should be doing is taking this idea and then start to notice it in the things that you watch and the things that you see and think about some of the movies that you know and think about other people that you know and yourself, and the conversations that you have, and you will be able to put them somewhere on this particular journey. You'll be able to recognize where they are on the map, and that there is a map. It's important to understand that there is a map to what is happening, what's happening to you, and what's happening to other people. There's a map. So, the first stage is the call to adventure. Like think about that. It's it could be from frustration. It could be from anxiety. You're pissed off about something. These kinds of feelings are a it's giving you a direction. There is a call. Oftentimes the call is not a positive thing. It can be a negative thing. And this call it this is the most important part really because it's the beginning of the adventure. And the call to adventure is often a a longing a longing for something more a uh, a feeling of thinking that you know, this is uh, you know this this life is not enough. I want more from this. It doesn't need to be big and huge. It could be something really small. Um you know, it could be some kind of personal goal that you always wanted to do. You wanted to be able to do 20 push-ups, five push-ups. The fact that you can't, the fact that maybe you're weak and that you hoped to be strong and you realise that many people are stronger than you physically, mentally, and it causes you frustration. This is the beginning of the call. What's really sad is that in our society now is that we, 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 we tell our kids and we teach them at school that they're just fine being the way they are. So the call to adventure is, has been fucked over by our society And so it's really, it's become, we've become blind to it, instead saying that, oh, you just just don't like doing that, Johnny. If you don't like it, that's fine. Don't do it. If you're being told that you're just great the way you are, by your parents, by your teachers, by your friends, these people are full of shit. Absolutely full of shit they are poisoning you from your future self, which could be better. This is why there's a lot of confusion in the world today and people talk about mental health amongst young people. And what they don't seem to understand is that they're actually causing this because the call to adventure isn't recognized by people. Instead, it's buried and avoided. The obstacle is the way. You've been bullied at school. Well, let's have a look at how you are. Have a think about how you are. The way that you behave. Are you able to deal with people in an appropriate way? Are you a person that deserves respect? Do you do things that other people respect? You probably don't if you're being bullied so you should think about that and do something about it that is the call to adventure maybe you're frustrated about your situation maybe you're pissed off that you're not getting that promotion and other people have been promoted that's your call that's the call you've got to go and do something about it and yes you will be worried because you will be moving into the special world The call to adventure is the same thing as moving outside of your comfort zone. Nothing happens unless you take up the call to adventure. You have to cross the threshold from the normal world to the special world, and you need to make it a normal thing. Ideally, what you need to do is you need to be able to be actively pursuing how to get from the normal world into the special world, move into the challenges, overcome the difficulties, knowing that you will emerge the other side and level up. That's the key. If you don't know this, essentially you're fucked. You're fucked with a lot of frustration. You're going to, Oftentimes you're gonna do it anyway, which is crazy, but it might take you years in, and it will be very frustrating and there'll be lots of friction and it'll take fucking ages and everything's a problem and the whole thing's a bit of a nightmare. But instead, if you contextualize it properly, and you understand this, you will be able to move. You will be able to recognize the benefit of being able to move it constantly. Be on the lookout for opportunities to be able to level up and move into that special world with motivation and an element of aggression about it to be able to actually drive into it and be able to. to it gives you a sense of control over the chaos a little bit, and over time, of course, you become better and better at doing it. And this enables you to be able to level up faster, to be able to play the game in a way that is quicker and better than other people. And you develop a lot more courage in doing this as well because you develop confidence around your ability to be able to do things which are difficult and hard. It becomes normal. The normal process of doing things is from constantly being able to move into something that, that, that is completely standard into something that is special and difficult and hard. And then to be able to overcome those things and emerge out the other side. The next stage after the call to adventure, once you've got that call, is you need to make the decision about, okay, fuck it. I've had enough. This is what I'm going to do. And you start to take action about it. So this part of the hero's journey is crossing the threshold. And that's obviously a critical thing because it means that you've decided to move forward into the special world. Once you cross the line, the threshold from the normal world into the special world, everything becomes different. It's very difficult to turn back afterwards. This leads directly on to an important stage, which actually is probably going to make this seven steps, but an important stage, which is that there is somebody who comes along that acts as a kind of mentor or guide. It could be somebody. um, It could be a teacher. It could be an uncle, a friend. It could even be somebody who is online, somebody who's do, who, who you who might watch doing videos. someone like Jocko Willink or Goggins or someone like this. And having somebody to be able to give you some guidance, somebody who's typically older than you. It won't be somebody who is the same age. It'll be someone who's older or at least has knowledge in the particular world that you're moving into. So after you cross the threshold, things will start to test you. There will be problems and challenges. And these problems and challenges are the meat and potatoes of, uh, of our lives, of being able to upgrade ourselves. This is the actual fighting part, if you like, of the upgrade that we end up with after going through the cycle. And so the challenges are the reps. You're putting in the reps. You're putting in the work, the struggle. The tests and and challenges are all about you being outside of your comfort zone in a consistent way in order to gain a new skill, in order to be better at doing something. And the next step is the ordeal. The ordeal is the major problem, the big thing that goes wrong on your journey through the special world. Um, It's a bit like when you're in the video game, you have... As you move through the level, you end up with the big guy, the boss. The ordeal is the boss in the video game. Dealing with the boss, after you've dealt with him, you're able to get past it and on to the next level. But you've got to deal with the boss. If you're doing something athletic, for example, it could be that you suffer a major setback, a big injury. It could be a breakdown in a relationship. It could be the failure of a business, all the work that you've done before in that relationship, all of the time and money that's been spent in developing that business, all of the work that's been done in improving your skills in order to pass an exam, in order to achieve something, could be lost. That's the ordeal. The ordeal is the thing that goes wrong after you've been putting in all of that effort, something happens and it looks like all of the work that you've done has been destroyed. Your hope to go through and achieve what you wanted to achieve has been wrecked. You must persist. The Hero's Journey looks at this as a diamond. Diamond in many ways there's the idea of the dragon and the dragon is this insurmountable monster but the dragon lives on a mountain which you need to struggle to get to and the dragon lives in a cave on top of a mountain but the dragon sleeps on a bed of gold the goal is to ascend the mountain to destroy the dragon, and to get the gold. The tests and the work required after you cross the threshold is the struggle up the mountain, but the dragon is the boss, but there's gold underneath. We need to get the gold. You must persist. All of the work that's been done may fail in the ordeal, but there is an opportunity for you to learn from what's happened, and to consider what has been lost, but also consider what you have gained and to continue to persist, to go on to achieve what you set out to achieve. And the next stage is the reward. It's the gold that the dragon is sitting on. And the reward is self-explanatory. There's the conclusion in many ways of what of all of the work that came before it the understanding of your persistence that has resulted in a positive outcome in the end. After the reward, you return back. You return back into the normal world, a changed world, because you're different now. You're not the same. You're not the same person. Before, you were just 55, 60 kilo weakling, but then... With work and determination, you manage to transform yourself into something else, something that is better than the person you were before. Could be someone who is wiser, somebody who is more courageous, somebody who is more determined, somebody who is better and worthy of more respect. All of these things take time and They take necessary suffering. The suffering is a necessary part of the ingredients for you to become better. You can't become better by being comfortable. The only way that you become better is by pushing yourself or being out of your comfort zone in the special world and being able to handle that special world cope with the ordeal that inevitably happens and emerge out of the other side upgraded, a better person, a person that's able to be respected by others, a person that is more confident, stronger, faster, better. You can run through this cycle very quickly on some things. For young men, the best way to understand this is through physical exercise, because you're able to, because you can't cheat, and you're able to see the result of the effort and the struggle that you've put in, and all of the bullshit stories that you tell yourself about not exercising, you're too tired, you're too busy, it's too wet, it's too cold, and overcoming that and normalising that effort, and then being able to see the result in the world, in the way that you look, in the way that you feel, in the way that other people perceive you. And it's a really good way, a direct way of being able to understand this cycle, being able to understand the importance of effort and moving in and towards things that are difficult with the understanding that if you continue to do that thing, if you continue to do that hard thing, that you will ultimately emerge victorious at the end. And this, as a general model the hero's journey enables us to understand the world in a way that's productive, understand the world in a way that's useful, and understand all of the shit things that happen. Everything move into the problems. Look at how to resolve things in a way that enables you to be upgraded. Don't see everything that happens to you as some sort of nasty, vindictive thing that the world is being shit and needs to be fixed, it's probably you that needs to be fixed and that could be better. So the hero's journey is ultimately the most incredible map for understanding transformation and growth and a way for us to comprehend the world around us in a way that's useful and in a way that is positive and that enables us to reframe a lot of the things that we go through in our day-to-day life and also in on the way to achieving our goals and helping us understand our feelings about the world, good and bad, in a way that is always progressive, that progresses upwards, that progresses towards us being better. It is the road that enables us to pursue our best selves, without this we are lost, we're just adrift in the world. And we're not adrift if we choose not to be. We can choose to be on target in some way or another, always. You need to understand that this is something that is foundationally important for everybody but in particular young men pay attention to this idea to this template think about where you are in the world and what you're doing and the struggles that you face and you'll be able to contextualize those struggles the difficult things don't they they don't exist as obstacles as much as they are challenges and opportunities for you to do better for you to be better that's why the whole toxicity of the way that things are today is just super fucked up for people. The assumption that we're good enough as we are is... It's fucking disgusting. Because you have to understand that you can always be better at doing something. with If you're of a mindset that moves into problems... Andrew Tate's a really good example of this. I remember him talking about um, a great example that he gave about playing the piano. And he's like, I don't know fucking anything about playing the piano. But if I had to play the piano, I would play the piano, I would grind. I would grind on learning how to play that piano. And in a few months, I'd be fucking better at playing the piano than you would be. Simple. Because he would walk into the problem... He would run into the problem and attack it. The obstacle's the way. The obstacle's the answer. Attack it. Attack it. Use your drive and attack the problem. That gives you a sense of control. And be relentless in your pursuit of moving through the special world in a way that enables you to upgrade and become better each time that you go through, through a problem each time that you face a challenge. Purposely go outside of your comfort zone on a regular basis. All this fucking Netflix and chill and so on. You've probably done fucking nothing all day. Cruising. just Just doing enough. Just doing enough is, that's what fucking losers do. That's literally what a loser is. It's somebody who just does enough. Don't just do enough. Fucking smash it. Crush it. Smash it. Attack. Stop being such a fucking pussy about your work, about your school. When you think it's cool not giving a shit. (laughs) That's just such a cunty attitude. It's literally what a loser is. Everybody knows it. And one of the... (laughs) Many times... The friend's that are also like this. The only reason why everybody's doing it is because you're just too much of a pussy to deal with the dragon. That's it. Too much of a pussy. This idea that you can, that you're cool if you just really don't, oh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, Me. Yeah, I don't care. You're just being a pussy. You're too scared to actually deal with the dragon. You're too scared. So you pretend not to care is fucking pathetic. You know it. Everybody knows it. You're just being a loser. Some people go through this and they'll go through sort of a period in their late teens and early twenties where they're all get shit-faced and so on and smoking lots of weed and just generally fucking around. And they think they're being cool, but they're not. They're just being a cunt. And sometimes... What they do is they emerge out the other side as the frustration boils inside of them and the pressure increases and they eventually actually make a change and they decide that, you know what, this is fucking mental. I've wasted all this time. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do something else. It's the call. The call to adventure. You've got to listen to the call and you've got to be able to Step into the special world, if you have the balls for it, because if you don't, it's just going to be more of the same, and more things are going to go wrong. You've got to pay attention to the call, the call to adventure, and you have to have some courage. Have some fucking balls. See it for what it is. You can be better than you are. You can. You can be better than you are tomorrow, than you are today. We can all be better tomorrow than we are today. And we can definitely be better next week and next month. It might be that the journey to get there is hard. But because it's hard, it makes us good. It's the difficulty and the challenge that makes us good. The obstacle is the answer. So use this map. Use this template. The hero's journey and the steps. The call to adventure. Cross the threshold. With enthusiasm deal with the challenges and the struggle persist and resolve the ordeal return with the prize upgrade into a better you a better community family relationship business and ultimately a better world so that you can inspire other people from your actions into doing something which is wonderful themselves. This is how we make a better world. We don't make a better world through constantly complaining and bitching and whining. And we do not make a better world by ripping down other people and wasting our fucking time and trying to justify why we're just great the way that we are. It doesn't work. It doesn't work by trying to make the world conform to you. What works is by you understanding that you need to struggle, and through the struggle, you can emerge out of the other side and help make the world a better place. It could be big, it could be small, but it starts with the small things. And the small things lead on to bigger things, and each time you go through the cycle, You inspire and motivate other people, the people that are around you, the people that you know, your friends, your family. You inspire that, shit, maybe I could do that too. Maybe I should not waste my time. Maybe I should stop smoking so much weed. Maybe I could do something difficult that would create more meaning. And that is how you make the world a better place. So, get to work.